Now we're good. Let's go then. Hey guys. Hey, our loyal, awesome listeners. Oh, I can see you now. Sweet. Perfect. Beautiful. Oh man, you get a haircut. That's a nice. You look all the time, dude. I'm always bald. I just like, I'm up sometimes have like small hairs growing or I'm fully bald. Yeah, no, you, that's a good look for you, man. That's, Man, you just showed up on the screen, and I was just taken aback at your bald beauty, dude. I'll tell you, man. Uh, we, we just figured figured out that like, well, I, we never go in the basement, you know, because we are two people that live in way too big of a house. Yeah. And I went down to take a a Christmas tree box down to the basement. And we haven't been down there in like the whole week, and I guess there's been like a leak in one of our pipes, but like, whole place is like water damage so oh that was that was fun to just find out so hopefully it's all good but we, we leave tomorrow so i'm like man that's ridiculous it'll be it'll be here when you get back it's fine yeah Whatever. yeah it'll be here when we get back luckily we found it though and didn't you know we went downstairs you also could have done that like the entire time we come back and there's like a collapsed ceiling that'd be <laughs> super super fun that's that's fun yeah so you're going to the olympia yeah man i, I try to go every year uh I think it's a lot of fun to go there. It's just, it, it's a lot of motivation. Um, you know how, like when you go to a bodybuilding competition, you're like, you get reminded why you do it a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, Olympia is definitely supreme for that because you know, I, I feel really big at a Walmart, but everywhere in the Olympia, I'm like, Oh shit. Got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never been, I, I was planning on going this year um, because I've never been to Vegas either. And then, of course, they moved it down to Orlando. So, see, see the thing is with okay, like Vegas, I was super excited for because I love Vegas. I think it's a lot of fun there. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff to do as well whenever you're not going to the expo and the show. So, it's a lot of fun. Um, Orlando seems to just be like the hub now, man. It's like the, the bubble for bodybuilding, like it was for NBA, which is yeah. super interesting. Which I mean, at least they're doing it. That, that, that was kind of the big thing. But what's crazy to me, you know, they're still having an expo. Uh, yeah, that's that's and you know why that is because it's Florida. Florida is like Florida's the wild, wild west in coronavirus world. So they don't they don't give a shit down there, man. Like I remember you know, I'm so used to wearing my mask inside everywhere because it's you know, I live in we live in Kentucky. And I went down there for Masters Nationals and I wore my mask inside of a gas station when I got my rent a car and everybody looked at me like I was just like, why are you wearing that? And that was super interesting because it's, you know, you walk into a gas station in Kentucky and it's like, and you try, you're not wearing a mask, you're not going to get served. You're, you're literally going to be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? So it's, it's just two different worlds. It's very interesting, man. Like, it's like, it's almost like a different country when you go there. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't been down. I haven't been anywhere I, I, since coronavirus started. I don't even think I've been. Well, I've been into Indiana, but I haven't been Indiana. See, like I, I feel like I've been almost everywhere to Florida, South Carolina, Indiana, Tennessee. Like, Gosh. and I still still have not, from my knowledge, been sick, which is is nice. Knock on wood, but it's like knock on something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. But uh, they they did move it to Orlando, which honestly made it a lot cheaper to go oh i bet <laughs> like especially living over here i mean i i i think i saved like a thousand dollars switching up the trip what is that is that even a two-hour flight well th what's messed up with flights right now man is like there's not many of them 
so I we got one for coming out of Lexington, and it's got to stop in Detroit. So we actually go north first. That makes and then, sense. And then we go back down to Florida. But that's like, you know, I could have flown out of Louisville or Cincinnati. I just didn't feel like taking an hour and a half drive. Yeah. Parking my car there. You know, it's just a lot. So we flew out of Lexington. We got to stop in Detroit for a layover and then go to Orlando. So normally what would be an hour and a half flight is now turning into like an eight hour adventure. <laughs> that's all right. It'll be fun. Yeah. You can, drink, you can drink a little on a plane. Do you ever drink on planes? Don't, I don't think they serve drinks right now on the planes, man. <laughs> well, when we, yeah, when we flew to Punta Cana, it was like nobody comes around and asks for an order. They give you like a, a pack of Cheez-Its and some Biscoff cookies. Not enough. I like Biscoffs, you know. But, but that, that's all they give you, and they're just like, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Hope you're not hungry and hope you don't want to get fucking hammered. So uh, planes aren't as fun anymore um, as they used to be. You you, still, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had sex in an airplane? I have not, man. I feel like that would be very difficult because, like, I, I unless you are on, like, a plane that is extremely vacant. Yes. Well, hey, now's the time, bro. Coronavirus? Are people going into a bathroom together there? Because, like, I barely fit in that bathroom by myself. Yeah, like, I guess we're a little... I, I'm not very gigantic, you know? Like... I guess we're a little too beefy to be uh, banging in the airplane bathrooms. I have to walk into the bathroom sideways. So, oh, that's, yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, tough for you. So, I mean, I just don't see how somebody would do that unless you're like two small, like pygmy people. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like midgets can bang in airplanes easily. Like, I bet. Yeah, if I've never seen, if I'm on a flight and I see two midgets go to the bathroom together, I'm just going to be like, all right. I asked this question the other day, and I'm very serious about it. Real quick, on the topic of midgets, do you think a midget could ever become president of the United States? Yeah, sure. Donald Trump was president of the United States. <laughs> so it's like a, okay, but you see how like bad people make fun of like Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So imagine being a midget and you're running for president of the United States, like the memes that would be made. Oh, dude, I would I would love those memes. Hey, you know what? If the midget had <laughs> You know, a good platform is in was people oriented. You know, I'd 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 vote for a midget for sure. Oh no, like that'd be. I, I mean, I'd vote for him if they were a good platform. But I just imagine just like the jokes. Well, hey, you know, Napoleon Bonaparte. He was literally five foot one, and psychologists say one of the reasons he was so crazy and such a horrible, violent man was because he had like a little man syndrome. So you could get a case where. You know, a man got into office as a midget and then used that to just unleash his little man syndrome. I'm a tyrant afterwards. He's just a, like, a big time tyrant. I would rather vote for a woman who is a midget, honestly. That yeah. would be my go to if it was if we were voting for a midget. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. First female midget president. Yeah. If you if we have any midget little female people. listeners, come little on, come on the show. That's what the correct term is now. Please do not stop listening. If you were a midget, we very much appreciate you. Hey, I, I, you know, <laughs> I actually swiped right on a little person on Tinder a couple of years ago, and she didn't swipe right on me, and that literally to this day it upsets me. Well, you know, you just know that you're not good enough for the midget community. It's just oh something to move on. I guess so. I guess so. So you know what? Maybe I won't vote for a, a midget president because that girl wouldn't swipe right on me on Tinder. Just well, I've always wondered what are midgets attracted to? Not Kyle Winters. <laughs> You know, I mean, seriously. All right, moving on. I'm gonna cry. Let's get into it. So we kind of we kind of already have started talking about the Olympia in Orlando. So, you know, 
what do you what do you think about shows next year already? Like, so, what's going on? People have asked me a lot about this lately because I think a lot of people aren't sure. Like, I've got clients in New York, New Jersey, and they're like, well, what do you think is going to happen? And, uh, you know, Pennsylvania is still pretty much shut down. Um, it depends on what state you're in. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing I tell people. And it's going to depend on if you're willing to travel. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I've had clients in New York and New Jersey and I've already told them like, well, are you willing to come to Tennessee or Indiana or Ohio? Like where places are fighting to have shows regardless. Right. Um, so if you're willing to travel, my biggest thing is just make sure if you have gym access is a big thing right now. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be here in the next one or two months. This could, this could get worse. Yeah. You never know. Um, so gyms could shut down again and you want to make sure that you have access to equipment to fully train to compete. Right. You got to remember this is competitive bodybuilding. You know, if one person's got a full gym and one person's got only a set of dumbbells, there's a severe advantage right there. True. Yep. Uh, I mean, regardless how you put it, it's just how it's going to be. So I think that there will be shows next year though. I really do. I think we're going to get back on schedule. I think by March and April when shows really kick off, I think that it'll be smooth. Uh, there may be some rules still in place, uh, a little social distancing. You might have to wear masks in the crowd. Um, but I don't think it's I don't think it's going to hinder shows next year. I really do think that we're going to be able to get back on schedule and have everything as planned. Yeah, yeah. It and I'm I'm kind of of the same belief. I think April. March is pushing it a little bit. Uh, most shows around here are late March, early April start, you know, starting out. So I've kind of been telling people who ask me, like, if you're thinking about, you know, an early show, April, April, you know, vaccine should be rolled out. You know, everybody's not going to take it. Um, but if you have a decent segment of the population taking the vaccine um, and we're still being, you know, safe, doing our safety measures, they're going to happen. Um, it, you know. That's We're like, close. you know, Brent's already announced Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Uh, I believe Northern Kentucky Grand Prix has already been announced. Yep. Um, so there's two shows right there. Those are in Kentucky. Um, I know Tennessee and Indiana will do everything they possibly can to have it. They've already proven that this year. Right. Um, so I think we're going to be right on schedule for everything. And I think if you do plan on prepping next year, uh, it should be something that you go for. Um, I don't think. I pray that it's not going to happen again where shows get canceled one week out. That was tragic. Uh, sorry to anybody that had to go through that. No, yep. Nothing like going and prepping for a show and being told that you cannot do it. And that's uh, the, the, the work thing. Is I used to always tell people, I'm like, Hey, the stage will always be there. And I'm like, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's dangerous to say that because it's like, you know, there's one thing where if you quit a competition, but whenever you're forced to not do it, that's a whole different story. Like that just really sucks, you know? So, but I don't think that's going to happen next year. I really feel confident in shows. Uh, I feel like some States may not have them. Like if you live in Pennsylvania, you may be fucked. Um, but if you're willing to travel to Florida, Florida is always going to have shows. Florida is going to do anything right now. Florida does not give a shit. Florida is just like, whatever y'all let's party. And you know what? It's it's. I don't know how their cases are, but I don't think they care. Um, so if you're willing, if you're if your your mindset is like, hey, I I'm going to risk it. And I'm don't mind traveling to a state that may be a little bit more risky to travel to for illness. Then uh, you're set to compete. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess everybody doesn't know. I actually had COVID. Um, I was asymptomatic um, yeah. and I didn't really have anything bad. And I trained in my gym, you know, my garage. I still have all my garage stuff at home, but um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of psyched I got it when I did because I should be cool for the next couple of months until the vaccines come out and get hammered down. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to probably, you know, I don't have access to it immediately. So after a few months when I do have access to it, I'm sure the kinks will be worked out. Um, and you know, I don't know. I'm not going to, we don't do politics. We're not going to do the vaccine talk on here, but <laughs> yeah, I uh, see. I, I read a lot of articles, but I never know what to believe anymore. So I, I just kind of like, I'm just going to wait. You know, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll the first group of people do it, and I'm like, okay, if they're all right, I'll do it. You'll look into it a little more. Like that's I, the big thing is, like if I if it if it comes down to it, and I have to travel out of the country for work, and it requires that, man, I'm gonna have to do it. You know, right. yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna bail on work. No, of that, I just, I, it's just it's it's just gonna be a the thing there, uh, but. I don't know, man. I, I think that we're going to be in a much better spot with COVID and everything by March of next year. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm confident in that from the way things are kind of turning around. We've been having national shows. They've just been putting them elsewhere. <clears throat> like they just had the one in Arizona that's normally in Las Vegas. Uh, Olympia that's normally in Las Vegas is in Orlando. Uh, they've been putting pretty much everything in Orlando, yeah. uh, which is a very nice convention center, by the way. Orange County Convention Center is gigantic. Um, so I don't think they have as many tickets this year though. That's the thing. Uh, like, uh, I bought, I got lucky and I bought Olympia tickets on like a Saturday. And I remember the next day, Kevin Johnson was like, does anybody have a ticket for the Olympia? And I'm like, do they fucking sell out? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Damn. Well, I know there, you know, there's going to be, I'm going to get the pay-per-view of course. So I'm hoping guys, if you're listening and you support the sport buy the pay-per-view, um, because, you know, they can't have as many people, not as many people are going to be going. So, you know, we still want the Olympia to be successful and profitable because it's the biggest thing, you know, in our sport. So yeah, don't agree. pirate it, buy it. <laughs> I think the Expo is going to be interesting because I've noticed they have not been advertising it. Like mm-hmm. the Expo has not been advertised. Like you can go on Olympia's website. It doesn't mention the Expo. It does not. The only reason I know there's an Expo is because companies are posting what booth they're going to be in. Ah, so, and of course, everybody knows the expo is where classic prejudging is, 212 prejudging. So that's my primary reason for going to the expo is to watch those events. Right. But, you know, of course, they still have the traditional wait in line and get supplement samples and purchase stuff from vendors. So I'm curious of how many vendors will be there. And I'll probably like post a post a video while I'm at the expo just to kind of show how it is this year, just so people can see. Olympia watch. Cause I'm curious, man. I, like I went to, have you been, to, you haven't been to Olympia, but have you been to the Arnold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, the Arnold expo is, it's just atrocious. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I can't stand going there to be honest with you. I will go there first thing in the morning. I'll go to the exact booth I want to. And I peace the fuck out. Yeah. I, I don't like to be noticed. I don't like to be seen. Like, I'm just like, let me get in here, get out. Like, and I feel like I'm in the way I'm bumping into people. Yeah. Olympia expo is like quarter the size. Like you can walk it through there and there's so much open room. It's just not as big. And I don't know if that was because it was on the West coast or what. So I'm curious if moving it to Orlando brings a bigger crowd. 
Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I cannot see there's going to be a big crowd with the fact that they didn't sell many tickets and the fact that, I mean, I, I know it's, it's the thing is like the, they sold a lot of tickets. They just sold out of them. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know, I got six seats uh, where there's a group of six of us going and we got six seats right by each other and they were like selling the tickets in front of us too, all seat to seat. Wow. Really? So, yeah. That's, that's a lot, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, hey. When I was there for Masters Nationals, they did not care. Yeah. It was very interesting. Well, I'm 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 psyched for you. I want to see some I want to see some inside stuff. I'll try to get some lives of the uh classic physique and stuff and post them. Okay. Uh because I, I like that's that's my favorite thing to do is watch the pre-judging. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's 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 exciting because you kind of get to see everybody's like main look of what they're they're presenting for competitive purposes. Yeah, I feel like anyone who competes likes to watch the pre-judging more than any. That's my favorite thing to watch by far. Oh, yeah. No doubt, man. It's just like you can see each person's first look. They do the presentations there. They do the first call out. So you, you kind of know who's won, yeah. who, who's in the lineup for top two or top three through that. And then when you go to the night show, it's always kind of like I, I like how they do like a top two or a yeah. top three call out. And then they switch them around over and over again that's always makes it super exciting. Cause when you go to the night show, you're like, who the fuck won? Right. Well, do you think we're going to have a question of who the fuck won this year? Let's, we're going to, let's start with, we're going to do some predictions here, guys. Um, start with, start with, what do what? You want to start with classic? I'll, yeah, we can start with classic. You want to start with classic? Classic. Then we'll go to two twelve. Then we can go to finish oh, with the I, I women's classes too, man. I, I know, dude. I'm ready for. I I I, yeah. I didn't take any notes on women's, but I know a little bit about most of them. We, we can talk just a little bit about them because there's there's main contenders in those women's classes that are just kind of. I think the men's classes are extremely competitive, and it's going to be hard to nail down even like a top ten in the yeah. women's divisions. You have dominant athletes. You got top two in there that are just like, and then the one and two is so separated that it's like. Holy shit. Exactly. Yeah. So let's let's hit classic. So you want to start 10 or you want to start at the top? Let's start. I'm gonna let's go with just top fives here. I do top five. So right. I'm sure we both have the, the same two guys, one and two, right? I, I've got I'll go and go through my top five. I think that fifth will be uh Deontre Campbell or Brian Jones. I like uh, that. Fourth, uh Alex Cambernero. Uh, third, Terrence Ruffin, second, Breon, and first, Chris Bumstead. Wow, uh, yeah. bet, I bet Ben Quill 50 bucks that Chris Bumstead would beat Breon as well. So, oh, I mean, that's the easiest 50 bucks you're gonna make. Uh, sorry, Ben Quill. I hope that doesn't come back to bite us in the ass because Breon <laughs> is good, man. But Chris, this is the thing like last year, Chris was sick during his prep. Didn't even really come in 100%. He was battling all those issues. This year, he doesn't have those issues. He's made improvements to everything. And he's coming in even better. I, uh, so, you know, they chose him as the face for Class Physique last year. Why? I, I feel like he's going to repeat. I think the only, and all you know, all my top two are the same. Chris Seabum's number one, Breon's number two. And I'm completely every. I just retweet everything you said, basically. Like, if you see Chris this year, like his the quality of his muscle looks insane compared to last year. Um, and it's because he hasn't been sick. And if you look at the returning champion, look when you are at the Olympia, you are the defending champion. You have to be dethroned by something different. Yeah. 
Um, and it's almost as if you have to beat yourself unless a guy comes up and just really blows you out of the water. And I think that Breon is going to bring his best look ever. Well, he, uh, he's posted some pictures, man. And I mean, he looks great. He always yeah. looks great. I mean, clearly he's won before. Uh, but can, can he beat a 100% Chris? Yeah. No. Beat him at like 90%. Well, and Breon's 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and Chris is a legitimate six foot, you know, a little over six foot. So, you know, Breon's cap is 180. Chris is up there at 220. That's a lot of size that you have. Yeah. But in comparison, you know, a shorter guy is always going to look pretty stacked. Uh, sure. In I, body, I, in classic, but it, or excuse me, in open. But in classic, I feel like if you're around that, 510 to 61 range and you have dense muscle and a pretty frame I feel like you've got a, a leg up I can see it I mean like the, here's the thing and like uh what was pointed out to me and this is kind of cool only out of the top five from last year only two are returning true yeah 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 so everything else is wide open wide open and I'll, I'll go over my my next into my five which is super similar to yours actually um, so I've got Chris number one, Breon number two. I've got Terrence Ruffin number three. I've got Brian Jones number four. I love his look. He's got a solid look. Um, then I have Alex number five, and I've got DeAndre six. So we're super, <laughs> we're there. Yeah, we're pretty much exactly there. Uh, one one dark horse person I've kind of got in there is Logan Franklin. Mm -hmm. uh, I could see him cracking top five or six. You know, uh, he could be in there. It really depends on how everybody shows up, man. Because the thing is, is like we haven't seen a lot of these people compared to each other, right? Uh, the thing is, is like Brian Jones is a great physique. Like, I mean, could be unstoppable, but is he going to come in comparable yeah. to how Chris and Breon are going to come in? Man, I think he's my guy. I just, I don't think he can bust the top three, but like, I think it's going to be fun to see him next to guys like Chris and Breon, the top, the top yeah. of the sport, because. Brian, his his muscle is unbelievable for a guy who's classic. It's bubbly. He's 4D. I just, you know, a huge man crush on Brian Jones over here. I just think he's got an amazing classic physique. That's, that's one guy that switched from bodybuilding, too. So, I mean, like, he's just been that big. He's a massive person. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. How tall is he? Do you know? Uh, I think he's 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, Holy man, he looks like 6'3". I think it's because he's got that hair that's kind of high, yeah. you know. But yeah, no, he's he's a taller guy. He's just a little little shorter than Sebum. Um, wow. That's gonna be an interesting one because this is he's kind of a newcomer into this. Yeah, he just his first show, his pr first pro show, he won. Yeah, so. <laughs> a lot, man. And then you you got a lot of just random people in here, not random, but like you know what I mean, uh, new. Yeah. Um, that we haven't seen before at the Olympia. So I always think that's super exciting because with, with a lot of these classes, especially for like bodybuilding and a uh, two twelve, you have got a lot of the guy, the same guys that have been there for years. Yeah. So now we're getting kind of the younger guys coming in. that are actually really good. That could be the next Olympia, yeah. you know, it's like, so that's like two twelve, man. That is extremely stacked. 212, I when I was doing 212, literally like the top four, I'm going back and forth. I'm like, I could place any of those guys number one. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many options here. I mean, I think 
clear number one in this situation is George Peterson. Me too. Damn it. But I really want Sean Clarita to win. Dude, yes. Like, Dude. I would really, really love if Sean Clarita came in and won first place. I would be very happy with that. Um, he's he's solid, man. He comes in better every single year. Yeah. He gets bigger and better, more conditioned. And it's like, I really hope that they reward him because I feel like he he, he holds his own. Was he a hundred? I think he was. I I heard read somewhere he was one hundred and sixty eight pounds last year. On yeah, yeah I'm, just, that, 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 I'm like he, he pops. Like whenever I see those guys in a lineup, he's he just jumps out of the lineup to me every time. No, he's massive on stage, man. Like so, like, I saw him in person at a uh, the Tennessee show I did last year, and he's like five two, mm-hmm. and I'm five four, and he made me feel really tall. <laughs> right. And you got to keep in mind, like he on stage, I think I like I come in between like 154 and 160. He is on stage at like 168 and much leaner than I am and much harder and like shorter and almost 20 more pounds of muscle. Yeah, <laughs> he's got some pretty decent genetics. I think we can yeah. say no, that's a, that's the thing, man. I think he's a workhorse, too. Like if you watch his training videos. Yeah. Yeah. He's a monster. He's just a fucking tank of a person, man. And it's like he works his ass off. He 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 he's one of those people that I feel like when he gets a diet plan, he like weighs out his grams of rice. And if it's over, he like puts it back. Yeah. You know, if it's over like one gram, he like takes each piece, puts it back in the bowl. No, I mean he's you know, <laughs> I've got him at four, but the thing about him is he there's no question he's gonna come in on point and conditioned. There's no question about that. And with these other guys, there are questions, in my opinion. Who, who is your top five? And I'll tell you mine. All right. I'll go with mine first. So I got George Peterson first. Um, I've got Kamal, the defending 212 champion. I've got him second. Uh, I've got Derek Lunsford third, Sean Clarita fourth, and John Jewett fifth. Nice, nice. So I, I'm very similar there, actually. Um, I've got George Peterson first, Sean Clarita second. Um, Kamal third, uh, Derek Lunsford fourth, John Jewett fifth, and then I ha- I have a sixth in there, which is Guy Cisternino. Yeah, Guy's my sixth too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, seventh, I could see being a mod. Uh, Me too. <laughs> uh, but then after that, it's kind of like it could go anywhere, man. There's a lot of good dudes in there. You know, you got Dr. Lewis, Jason Lowe in there. Uh, David Henry's doing it. I saw he was in it. I put a hit. I put David Henry at eight because like he's just yeah. an OG. He's his legs that just went down some, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like at, at a certain age, it's just it's hard to keep your legs that big. Unless you're Dexter Jackson. Yeah, truth. But the guy, I, mean, I don't know. If, do you ever follow Jason Lowe? Yeah, Jason Lowe's uh, actually pretty good, man. He came in. I, like it. Solid. I just I don't think where he stands. I think he could be ninth or tenth. Yeah. There's, and there's a few guys, honestly, on here I don't really follow, like uh, the guy from Romania, Vlad Chiriak, and then. Uh, Angel uh, Calderon Frias from Spain. He's a guy. Yeah. He, so he he's a guy. A solid, dense muscle man. But I'm like, how's he going to compare to somebody like George Peterson, who right. is also solid, but probably 20, 30 pounds more? Yeah. Like when he's next to Peterson or like John Jewett, John Jewett is just a dense monster of a man. John Jewett looks great. And he think he placed fourth last year. I could see him improving on that. Uh, but – 
this is just a stacked 212, man. Uh, I just think, I think, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And it sucks. Like, I love Guy, obviously. He's like one of the coolest dudes in this sport. I'd love to put him in the top five. I can't do it. I just can't. It's stacked. Yeah. That's like, um, and then you got Hidatati Yamagishi in there, which is always yeah. like, these are guys that have placed like top two, first, third, and they're just older. So he it's like, been, you know, he used to be an open bodybuilder. He won shows as an open bodybuilder back then. Yeah. So I'm just you're curious, like, where could they, these guys could all fall in and like just make their last show and be like, Oh, I fucking won the, the 212 Olympia at my last show. And this is what I worked my ass off just this year for to go out like this. Yeah. So we could have a surprise from guy, sister, Nino, David Henry, Hidatata. Um, those three guys are older dudes, but honestly they could come in and come in first or second. Well, yeah, you, again, you know what you get with those guys. They have a nice body of work, and they've proven to be consistent, you know? I think Guy said this is the the lowest he's ever been in body weight, too. Yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, I feel like is what he needed to do. Yeah, yeah. He's apparently – I don't know if you listen to him him on Fuad's podcast, but he's tra- he's changed his training a little bit. Interesting. Um, and he's doing that uh, kind of that style of training where you're hitting the – balls to the wall top sets and then backing off whereas he used to be a big volume guy so yeah i think it's good for him man and i have always thought like he he gets six in a lineup because you know he's just kind of cooler yeah he doesn't really go for the conditioning as much and i feel like the conditioning could be what he needed to do uh especially against some of these guys that are peeled like george peterson is sean's going to be peeled you know uh it's the Olympia. Everybody's going to come correct. You know, you, you're doing this. Most of these guys, this is their living in one way or another. Yeah. So it's no joke. <laughs> yeah. I just think, I think that I'm most, I'm most excited to see if Lunsford can nail it because if he nails it, he can win. Well, he, uh, uh, like, I feel like last year he just fucked himself up. He posts all the burgers he was eating and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. JB did not tell him to do that. I guarantee we didn't. <laughs> you know, I, like, I feel like he needs to step down and realize, like, hey, I, I know I need to do exactly what's told and not go for this. Because he could have won first last year. Oh, for sure. Is he's he, got the most, in my opinion, he's got the most gifted structure in the 212. Oh, my God, man. He looks great. Yeah. But it's just like, it, it's crazy that we're not putting him in first, you yeah. know, with what his structure is. And, like, I'm, like, counting him in, like, I think I put him in third. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. He could nail it and win. Um, At some point when he does nail it, I think he will win at least one or two of these. But Yeah, I could see that with him, man. Uh, I forget. It's like I'm just surprised he can make weight. I have no idea how that man makes weight. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, how in the fuck do you do that? Because he's a gigantic person, like, and he's short. And he's another guy where people have wondered, like, maybe you should just go up to open, you know? Well, yeah, but I honestly think he'd get smashed and open. He would. It would take a couple of years for sure. Yeah, it would take him some years of growing. And we all know that what goes along with that health risk, you know, there, how many guys have had to drop out of bodybuilding for open this year? Oh, so many. And it's, it's people I was really looking forward to seeing, man. Like Flex Lewis and open bodybuilding was like, I was looking forward to that. For sure. To see him go against Phil Heath. Yeah. I, I think next year, I mean, that gives, it sucks. He's going to be back next year. Uh, 
before he dropped, and we'll move to open now, but before he dropped off, I had him top three easy. Yeah. I could see that. Um, for, for open, dude, that's even more, you know, wide open right there. Which is I kind have, of I believe the number one spot is unquestionable. That's that's my opinion here. I don't know what you think. Sorry, you look confused. <laughs> Wait, I can't hear you. All right, my bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Know, okay, good. cool. I, I did you say your unquestionable was Phil Heath? I couldn't hear you. I didn't say that, but yeah, I, he's number one. I don't okay. think there's literally. I don't. Here's my thing with Phil. I was all for him losing that Olympia in 2018 to Sean. I think Sean Roden was a better bodybuilder that day. Um, but everyone shit on Phil and has been shitting on Phil, who is, in my opinion, a top five bodybuilder of all time. Um, yeah. He's a seven-time Mr. Olympia. There's no doubt on that. <laughs> no doubt. But people, you know, you, you do you hear how people talk about him the last couple of years? I like because of his, his demeanor, man. Like, I don't know. I haven't won that many Olympias, so my personality has not changed. But I feel like yeah. he, he is one person that was like, I won the Olympia and was like, I'm the shit now. Well, you know? like every story I've heard about him from even like close friends in the bodybuilding industry, and they've been like, they met him. They're like, he's kind of rude. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and and I haven't met him, so I don't have an an impression on him. I have not right. met him in person. I have not got a chance to speak to him or talk to him, so I cannot say a word about him. Right. But everything I've heard secondhand from people has been like a negative experience, and I'm like, how the fuck can they the 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 person that is like the best bodybuilder currently in the world? And I I still believe he is. Um, be such a dick. <laughs> I, yeah, see, I, and I'll be honest and straightforward. I'm a huge Phil Heath. I love Phil. I've loved him. And part of the reason why I love him, and, you know, I'll be straightforward. Like, Do you know who my favorite uh, character in Star Wars is? Darth Vader. My, yeah, I love that. I like that, like, I'm yep. the best mentality. And, you know, if you're a guy who's not the best, you can't do that. Then you're just a joke. But Phil... And again, I'm like you. I've never met him. I've met Brandon Curry, amazing guy, nice yeah. guy. Sean Roden, nice guy. Flex Lewis, really nice guy. Um, Phil just has to me, and he still has this, even though he's lost once. He's got this air of invincibility to me. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's coming back with a vengeance too. That's the thing, man. Like he he didn't come back to lose. Uh, yeah. but I don't think Brandon Curry came back to lose either. Um, no. Brandon's got such a pretty shape, man. That's the thing. He's just very aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, like you, he throws that front pose and you're like, wow, that's really nice looking. Like I haven't seen well, him like the better front pose. Well, yeah. From the, from the, from the, you know, really waist up, his front double is perfect in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, legs. I think he can have more detail. Right. Which I think he will bring. If he does bring that, I mean, I think it's going to be a battle right there, man. Um, I personally, I have Phil winning. Yeah. I want Brandon to win, though. Oh. No, I, I want Brandon. Brandon's a great guy. I, I want Brandon to win. Uh, I feel like it would cause, like, a reckless scene of Phil Heath, like, a, <laughs> throwing, throwing a rock or something. Like, there, there's, he's, he's going to be pissed if he loses. 
and he's one that he expresses his emotions. Yeah, uh, he does. So I think it'll be a very interesting thing to watch if he loses again. Uh, I don't know if he again after that. I just think that, and in, in we talked about you know the front double. I you know I think Brandon wins that shot, but if Phil brings you know the legs that we're used to Phil bringing, yeah. I Brandon's really going to have to have improved his his legs to stand next to Phil, in my opinion, from the waist down. Yeah, uh, it, that's where it kind of the difference is. Um, Phil's good all around, man. That's the thing is like he's just got such a genetic structure that's just hard to beat. No, he's he's when he has been at his best, which, you know, was probably 2011 to 2013. Like no one was beating that guy. Not even close. No. I mean, we got a lot of good guys in open. I'd say we could probably do top 10 with this one. Yeah, I'm down for a top 10. Let me see. I'm trying to pull up the competitor list real quick because I know I'm going to forget about somebody if I don't. I made this, and I, I was like, oh, my God, surely. For me, one through – it. this is difficult. This entire thing is difficult. Yeah. I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll go from – 10 to one here. Okay. So, go ahead. And this, this group from God, six to 10 could honestly change. You right. know, how, about how about this, Kyle? Let's go for your, you do your 10th place first. I'll do my 10th place and then we'll go in order. Okay. Deal. All yeah. right. 10th place. Yeah. I've got Justin Rodriguez. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a hard one right there. <sighs> I've got, who do I have in that one? Let me pull this list. I've got Regan there. I like that. I can see yeah. that. I think Regan's good, but I just don't think he's good enough to place any higher than 10th right now. <laughs> I agree. I just, no, I, I just think Regan has time. I mean, he's from the back. He's absolutely fucking, he's the nuts from the back. Um, I just think he needs a little more time. He's still super young. Yeah. So, ninth place. I have Ian Valier. Ooh, I've got him a little higher, actually. I've got uh, Akeem Williams in ninth. I like that. I hope He's a big-ass dude, uh, but I think he gets left behind a lot just because they kind of overlook him, in my opinion. He's got the mass. I think he's one of the biggest ones on stage. I think it's because he's got very thick skin. So yeah. when, he's, when he's shredded, and it's not like he comes in out of shape, but his shredded – it doesn't show as well on stage. Yeah, in comparison to somebody like Phil. With the perfect uh, skin for bodybuilding. And then Ian, I like your choice for Ian. Uh, I actually have him placed him a little higher. Uh, Dude, I love Ian. I hope he places higher. Yeah, I think he's going to come in there on point. They've had enough practice. Yeah. Uh, I think Patrick Tour is going to bring him in there. Because, I mean, Patrick, from what I know, James is out. Mm-hmm. So he's really got only Ian to focus on in this show, which I think that that's a big thing whenever a coach only has one client in that class. Like, I think that's a, a game changer. Yeah. Honestly, because it allows them to really focus on that client. So him just only having Ian will be huge game changer right there for Ian. Yeah. See, I didn't think about that because I'm not a coach. So there you yeah. go. That's, that's I mean, the- yeah. Cause I mean, if he had him and James there, it's a little harder, man, to peak every peak both of them correctly, like on point. Uh, I, I can do that a lot at like regional level shows, but something at like Olympia level, you got to be really like have an eye. That's a big pressure. Yeah, 
you got to be on point because you're going against everybody else that's on point. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Eighth place. Who you got? I've got E in there, actually. Okay. I've got Hunter Labrada there. Nice. See, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, Ian's good. I do have Hunter ahead of Ian. I just think Hunter's better. I love – I think Hunter has just a gifted structure. He's. We were talking about that skin. He's got thin skin. He's there's nothing that Hunter doesn't have, in my opinion. You know, he's not good enough to win, obviously, this year, but no. two, three years. I he's like good. him as a multiple time he's winner. Good. I'm just curious, like, how he is going to be in comparison to some of these others. Like, because I think he's weighing in at like 250 something, isn't he? I think I saw 252, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. That's that's pretty fucking big. That's big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, because I, I forget what Phil is. Phil, I think, is like 245 on stage. He's not quite. Yeah. He's a little less than 250 usually. Yeah. And he's peeled, though. But I mean, like, and I think Hunter's, yeah. Hunter's about 510, I believe. Yeah. So it's crazy because his dad was five foot two. So <laughs> crazy. His mom must be tall. <laughs> so seven. I've got I've got Rolly slipping to seven. Now today there's some questions of whether or not he's going to be in the show because he's not in, in the states yet. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's I hope he does, man, because he's always fun one to watch. It's just yeah. like if you nail it, he could oh. actually win. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like with him and Rami, it's like these dudes are monsters. Just nail it. He's been with the same coach, too, so I'm just wondering, like, what's going on there? You know, <sighs> and I, I don't want to blame his coach because uh, I feel like it's it's always a combination. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's something up, though, because it's like, you know, he'll post a picture like two, three weeks out. And he'll look like fantastic, and I'm like, oh shit, he's a, he's gonna come in there, and he comes in show day, and I'm like, what they do in the last three weeks? Always he and he's his core is shredded in these two to three weeks out pictures, and then it's like he shows up and it's washed out. He's got nothing. Well, that's like uh, I remember whenever I went to the Arnold, God, it was two years ago, and I stayed in this hotel about thirty minutes out of the convention center, and Roly was staying at that hotel. Oh yeah. And, I remember waking up the morning after the show and they had like a intercontinental breakfast, like all you can eat, whatever you want. This motherfucker had like four bananas, like 10 hard boiled eggs, uh, three bagels. And I was like, what the fuck? And that was like what he ate. And then I figured he was doing a photo shoot later for Yamamoto nutrition. But I was like, was he filling out on like that shit too? Like, I was like, damn, that's a lot, but I'm also not really Winkler. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would I would be cool with being Rolly Winkler, I'll be honest. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. I'd, I'd like I'd, to be that big. <laughs> I've actually got Hunter in that spot, though. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like Hunter will be able to get seventh place. Uh, I think you're right, though, about him being able to place higher in the future. Yeah. But I think seventh's pretty fair for now, especially for first Olympia. That's yeah. really fucking good. Then we got yeah. sixth place. I Sixth place, I've got the blade, Dexter Jackson. Ooh, I've got Rolly there. So we're kind of like one off on each other, man. We're a little close. I like Rolly at six. I like Dexter. I've honestly got Dexter higher, man. Like I've got him placing pretty pretty well. <laughs> to me, that top six is kind of in stone. Unless one of these other guys just unless one of the top six comes in out of shape, which Rami could do. Um, he's really the only guy in the top six I think will come in that I'm not sure is going to be, you know, 90, 95% at least. Yeah. 
I mean, God, man, I forgot everybody that's in this show. This is kind of wild. This is, it's very, this is, was difficult to do. <laughs> Extremely difficult. Cause I, I, just, almost, I almost forgot about Rami. I actually did forget about Rami on this one. That's hilarious. Yeah. So then, then we're pretty much right on <laughs> for a yeah. right. Yeah. I just, I'd put Rami above, uh, I'd put Rami at seven actually, and then push back everybody else. Seven. You think Rami's that low? I do, man. I just don't think Bold. he's going to I just don't think he's going to come in how he's supposed to. And he's placed much higher, but I feel like once you hear like who my top five are, you'll be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I know we're going to be super similar, but I just, I don't know. It's Dexter's, it's his final show, apparently. Um, and I just don't, I don't know. I don't see him placing, if it's a toss up between him and Roly, they're going to give it to Dexter just based on who Dexter is, you know? Yeah. See, that's like, okay, so my fifth place, I've got Hottie. Me too. Same thing. <laughs> Hottie's always going to come in good, man. I think he's great. I just think, like, structurally, he's got a really blocky waist. Yeah. I don't think he could ever, like, win. No. I and, think that, like, when you look at, like, his comparison, especially last year, was Bonac. I don't think Hottie, and a lot of guys had him beating Bonac last year. I just don't see that. Uh, Structure-wise, he's not there. From the back, he's not there. Uh, fourth place. This is where I have Rami, fourth place. I've got Dexter Jackson in fourth. Oh, hi, big time. I, I like that. I like Dexter fourth. I feel like uh, this is his last show, so they're going to give him at least a decent placement, uh, and I feel like he's going to earn it as well. So don't get me wrong on that, but I do feel like this is his last show, so I do see them putting him at the very minimum top five, yes. uh, but I see fourth place for him. I think he's going to come with a great look. I think he's going to try to win it, but there's too much younger talent in there. I actually read that and I heard that he was actually doing cardio like uh, about six weeks out. And that's the first time he's ever done cardio that far out for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he wants to win, man. I think it'd, it'd be interesting to see him win. Uh, he's got the, he's won before. Yeah. Just, and he come in that different from somebody like Phil or Brandon. You know? Well, and we talked about this with some, the 212 guys, you know, he's 52, my God, like, and he doesn't look like it, but the only thing that has come down are his legs recently. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think these, these next ones we're going to, we're going to agree on. Yep. So I've got kind of a shot. Maybe it's not a shocker, but it's a little different. I've got Curry at number three. Do you? Interesting. I do. I, uh, I've don't think that I, here's the only reason I don't think that is because Brandon beat William last year. Mm-hmm. And I think Brandon's going to come in even better, and I just don't think William has much to improve on. Well, I'm going to counterpoint that. I think William was off last year. Yeah, uh, he was a little smaller last year, um, and I think had he come in and nailed it, I think he he would have won the Olympia last year. Um, I it's not it's very close. Like if Curry beats Bonac, I uh, you know. That's that that could happen too. I just love. I call William Bonac like a mini Kai Green. The way he carries yeah. that dense muscle, just I love him as an athlete. Uh, he's great, man. I'm a big fan of him, but I, I still have him in third. Uh, I I do think that he's going to come correct like he always does. But I just think as far as size advantage, I think that Curry just has bigger everything. Yeah. And William is just kind of – he's maxed out. He really is, man. I just don't see where you put another pound of muscle on that frame. He's got so much muscle. 
I know, man. He's just a, he's he's massive and he's short. I think he weighs in at like two twenty four. He yeah, he's. I mean, he's five. Is he even five six? Bro, I, I actually funny story. Last Olympia I went to, I got to meet him at a shoe store. Mm-hmm. I was at a shoe store in Vegas, and I saw him. And I, well, this is two years ago. I saw him, and uh, he was shopping for shoes, and I got to take a picture with him. And I'm pretty sure I am almost taller than him. And I'm five. Okay. Yeah, so he's five three or five four. Yeah, I was wearing boots. He was wearing like some sandals. So I looked taller than him. So we're probably about same height. Five four, packing two twenty five, shredded. Yeah, dude's dude's gigantic, man. So, but I, like I said, I, just, I feel like he's maxed out. Like I'm like, where do you put on anything with that? Yeah, I coached by anybody anymore. Like after that whole Neil Hill thing, like is he, he just- wasn't coached last year, and that's why a lot of people said he came in a little off. I know, I think he and Neil are back together. No, not he and Neil aren't together. He's with somebody now. I'm just he curious. made it with Aceto. I could see that. I'm curious who he's with because they have not. He doesn't say it. Whoever he's with. No, he's but- he's kept everything under wraps. When he posts stuff, he's in. He posts like it's funny because when he posts stuff, he's like with his wife and family, just like a normal dude. Uh, but he's fucking massive. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just another day to him, man. Yeah, yeah, just going to the office, still making all that money from sponsorships and money from shows. Yeah, that's what he lives off of. So he's from where's he from? God, what's what's isn't he from France? No, he's from like Netherlands or something. The Netherlands, from some, some country like that. Yeah, I'm look it up because it, it's somewhere. Where is he from? Let's see. He is from. His nationality is. Uh, he's from Ghana. Ghana. But where does he live? Because he lives in like some like random country that you wouldn't expect him to live in. Random Scandinavian country. Yeah. Of course, this isn't like German. Of course, I find. Uh... <laughs> huh. No, I think it's Netherlands. Though. I really do think he's from. He lives in the Netherlands. So I'm curious of how that goes. Yeah, it's something it's like that. It's on the Olympia list. I'm stupid. He's from the Netherlands. Yeah. You were right the whole time. Cool. I'm smart. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, and then, of course, we've got. We've got Phil winning. I just, I'm like you, man. I don't think Phil comes back unless he knows. Yeah. He can win because he just, what does he have left to prove? Well, here's the thing, man. If he doesn't control his gut, because I think that's where he lost last year. They they worked them last year. Yeah. You know, well, not last year, two years ago. Him and Sean, they worked him and Sean so hard. And Sean is just able to control his gut. Yeah. And I think Phil has never had to work that hard for a win that he was like, what the fuck? And then it well, just started and, and Phil, Phil was, you know, his, he had a hernia during yeah. that Olympia. So like a lot of the people don't know that. So they just say, oh, he's bloated. His gut's blown out. And obviously like his gut, his core is never going to be like it was from 2011 to 13. Yeah. He's grown a lot. That's just what happens with time. But if, yeah. you know, and he's gotten the surgeries. I, I, I saw an interview he did with, RX muscle a couple days ago, he didn't even lift for like six months post-surgery. Um, so he says it's all figured out. The only thing that scared me from that interview was he was basically like, I don't know why I lost the Olympia and he called it a minute detail. Oh which, yeah. You know, and that's and, super important actually, you know, it's a, 
big deal. It ties the entire physique together. Your core does. So I, I'm excited. I'm way more excited for the Olympia this year than I was last year. I don't know about you. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting to watch. It's exciting to watch every year, but I thought last year there just weren't any as many heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, was Rami even there last year? He wasn't. No. No. And then, uh, you know, I like Hottie. I like uh, Brandon Curry and I like William, but I mean, like, I feel like you have to have a fill in there. You have to have like a Kai Green in there type person where it's just like that's expected to win. Yeah. So if somebody goes against them and beats them, it's so interesting. Like honestly, when I watched Sean beat Phil, I was like rooting for Sean hardcore because Phil hadn't been beaten in how many years? Yeah. I was, and I'm a Phil guy, but I knew like Sean was, he was better. He was nails that, that entire weekend. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. I'm excited for it. Uh, I will try to live stream it or something while I'm there. I'm sure there's a pay-per-view, but for anybody that is not, I, the pre-judging, I will try to at least put that on my uh, story. There you go. Yeah, so everybody can watch it. But it's time, man. Uh, it's been a long year. I'm just glad we're having an Olympia. I can't believe it actually it's actually happening. I when they announced it, you know, oh we're postponing it, I was still just kind of like, are they really gonna have it? But then Florida came in and saved the day. Florida saved the day on a lot of stuff this year, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like without without that bubble they're creating there. Like I I'm curious if they're just gonna do that next year too. Hey, they're it's probably pretty profitable for them. <laughs> I mean every show, like Florida's probably rolling in cash right now, man. Their economy is booming. Like, everybody's going there to hold events. So, I'm I gotta look, I'm gonna have to look up the economy in Florida and how much they've improved this year because of staying open. But on the other hand, how many people have been sick? Uh, it's such an interesting thought of risk versus reward as far as for economy versus deaths. Yeah, but we'll talk about that some other time because that's ridiculous. That's a whole other can of worms. That's not a bodybuilding topic. We are we are anti-death on this show. But yeah, also, like, that's wild to think about, though. It's like every event that's possibly happened, not even bodybuilding, man, probably like science conventions and shit like that. <laughs> like, you, you know, I was talking about this to somebody the other day, man. You, you ever think about this? Like, you know, we have the fitness community on Instagram. Yeah. Well, imagine like there's a scientist community and it's only scientists and they all follow each other and they post <laughs> the science stuff. And then there's like a, a hacky sack community and like, <laughs> a hippie community and they all just like trip acid and chill and play. Do you with think, fire. do you think all the science community geeks are trying to bang each other on IG? Yeah, man, they probably are. They probably have like relationships and stuff and they talk shit about each other. They subtweet each other and call each other out. They're like, Bill's not doing very good science. His <laughs> science sucks. I'm going to, I'm going to discover uh teleportation first. Fuck Bill. Like, you know, shit like that. If you develop teleportation, you better be getting laid. That's big time. That's the thing, man. Yeah, they got like they got their own little groups. They got their little cult followings. And they, I mean, then you got the 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 cup stacking community. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on that, man. That's a, that's a pretty wild group right there. The cup stacking community. Because you you realize, man, we are the fitness community. Nobody gives a shit about us that it's not into fitness. Because you got cup stacking. You got yo yo community. Like I've watched those cup stacking videos. They're amazing. Exactly, man. Imagine how many people do that. Have you realized how competitive <laughs> cup stacking is? Like we do bodybuilding, but you imagine how many people go to cup stacking. And they're like, 
motherfucking Jerry beat the high score. I got to go hide in my basement and cup stack for the next six months. Jerry's the best cup stacker in the tri-state region. That's some intense stuff right there, though. Cup stacking, like, they got the the best cup stacker in the world. You know, he probably is, like, the OG. All the other cup stackers follow him for, like, techniques. He's probably making six, literally six figures a year, maybe more. There's cup stacking, bro. <laughs> like he's got this huge following of other cup stackers, and they're like, "Well, I want to see Jerry's technique because I got to kind of mimic his technique." How does Jerry train for his cup stacking? You think they have to have like beefy forearms, or you think that'll slow him down? Yeah, what's his training like outside of it, bro? Is he doing that little thing with rope and you shift it over and over again? What kind of cups is he using? You know, what kind of cups does he use to practice with? What kind of cups is he using for competition? What brand of cups does Jerry use? God, you're into this thing, aren't you? Oh, like think about it, Jim. You got the science community. They're like, what kind of vials is he using? What kind of chemistry like tubes is he using? Bro, one of my best friends is actually a <laughs> physicist. And like when I have science questions, he does his name's Dustin Erster. He's been my BFF from like middle school. When I have yeah. science questions, I always ask him, and he responds with these. I'm a, I'm a pretty decently intelligent guy. He responds with these elegant answers and i i have no fucking clue what he's talking about well, how many followers does he have from the science community not very many because yeah, the science community only is like 300 people but they're <laughs> all geniuses so they're like you if you're followed by somebody in the science community and respected like can you imagine if there were science coaches uh, hey uh ben pakolsky's basically a science coach in bodybuilding i mean i'm talking like they coach you on science and there might be i'll ask my friend i'll have him on and we'll talk about it <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy, could probably coach some dudes. Yeah, I mean, you got chemistry teachers, bro. I guess that's what college is, right? Like, I, I guess I didn't do much science. <laughs> college, you go to school for chemistry, then you got a like a chemist coach. I just wrote lots of papers. That's all I did in college. All right, so we're gonna just how much you want to do a little, do a couple of these questions? Yeah, go for it, man. I got like ten minutes. All right, we'll do a few of these questions we got here. Um, I'll do a quick one first. This was kind of. You know, you can answer this too. This question was just, do you want to compete in 2021? Yes, I do. And I will. I'm planning tentatively for my first show to be juniors in Charleston. And that's uh, May 15th. It's a good show. I I agree with that. I think you should compete again. I think you've been doing the work uh, to grow. Um, So I say you shoot for that. I think that's a good idea. I was thinking about competing again next year. And I've been doing a cut lately to kind of see where I'm at. Um, and I feel pretty good about where I'm at, but I think I could, uh, definitely go through another growth phase and improve. So I think for the beginning of next year, I'm going to go ahead and do that and reassess where I'm at from there and maybe shoot for something later in the year, uh, regional based, and then maybe a national show at like welterweight. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, there's not really any shows at the beginning of the year that I could go pro in, for bodybuilding like juniors and uh junior nationals and junior usas do not do pro for bodybuilding right it's kind of like a a bragging rights thing but miami nationals usas north americans do have pro cards for welterweight so thought about doing that but laura is actually competing in spring so i would rather i thought about doing it together but the more i've thought about it i'm like i want to make sure she has a good experience and yeah Dude, Wait. she's gonna she's gonna smoke chicks in wellness. Smoke them. I do too, as long as she keeps her mental right, man. I think that's a big thing with her is just making sure we because I work a lot and I'm want to make sure we're both useful though. Like I don't want the dogs to 
be pissed off because we're both like zero energy and yeah. like stuff has to get done as well with the business. Right. So I think for the time being with her doing her first prep, that's actually going to be like her getting as lean as she needs to be and like getting that body that she can get. I think that I would rather support her and really push her and grow myself and make improvements. That's, that's beautiful. That's why you have a girlfriend, Tyler. <laughs> you are, you are a selfless man. Um, I, I'm actually thinking about Derby as well, maybe as a warm up show. Derby's I don't know. Oh man, uh, I like that as a warm up show for USA's yeah. because of the competition there. It's uh, going to be, and there are going to be some really good classic guys there this year. We're, we're class B. I know I have a class A guy there, and I will have a class D guy there. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have a class B, but I hope that you get to the overall and one of my guys beats you. Oh, well, <laughs> well, well, you know, what about, can I, can I, what is, what is Cody doing? Cody Nolan. Cody, Can you that information? Cody is in a RV traveling across the West Coast. <laughs> and what random dude, he's living life right now. He'll he'll be back one day, but for now he's he's chilling. Yeah, he's, he's gonna like, be unless we love you January and he's like, Hey, I want to be Kyle, which you never know, man. He might do that. And I can honestly see him texting me like eight weeks out and being like, Hey bro, do you think I could beat Kyle real quick? Let's, let's do it. Hey, let's go. <laughs> How mad you'd be if he randomly did that? I think you guys I, are, I could. I could never be mad at him. I could never be mad at him. Against each other, so it'd be it would be interesting. He would have beat me last year for sure. I think um, I didn't have he, the size. He's just big, man. Like he's got giant structure to him, and like I, I we we looked at the the show at Junior uh, USA's when Austin was competing there, and we watched Class B, and he was like, "How do you think I would have did?" And I was like, "I think you could have got second here." Agreed. Yeah. Uh, the guy that won first was just very pretty. I mean, he looked great. Uh, but I think I think Cody could have got second if yeah. he would have came in on point. Yeah. We'll, we'll, well, Cody will be back someday, and we'll, we'll be yeah, he'll be back, man. Right now, he's chilling though. I'm gonna be a pro by the time he comes back. So if we meet each other, it'll be on the pro stage someday. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be. I think that those years are coming down the road. I hope so. All right, so we'll we'll move on from us. Um, this is a good one. Dealing with injuries, even slight, do you train light or not at all? Uh, did, uh, okay, so it depends on the injury for me here. So, for example, I had a beginning of my prep in 2019. I had a slip disc in my hip. Oof. It was fucking horrible, which uh, I don't know if anybody's had a slip disc, but you can't really do much. So, luckily, um, I was able to have training written around that, and – still progress but i had to switch up all movements like i was not able to do barbell rows i could not do deadlifts i could not do squats um i was doing primarily leg press um and leg extensions and leg curls for legs and back everything was chest supported so with injuries i don't train light i'd say i train more efficiently so you just try, try to train around the injuries and keep yeah. it and I mean, like, if the injury is that bad, like you got a torn bicep or some shit, lay off that. That's obvious. Like, you can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, but with an injury, like, um, I'm trying to think of like a simple injury. Let's say like uh, tendonitis in your. Tendonitis, okay, that's simple. Switch from barbell to dumbbells. Right. Train smarter. Uh, th there's ways around pretty much everything. Um, but if you've got like a torn quad, right? <laughs> 
you probably should just lay off of it. Uh, I've had people ask me if they should train one leg and I'm honestly like, no, uh, you're going to get imbalances and kind of, it, it's just going to be too hard to come back. Yeah. Um, if you've got like a sprained wrist, I'd still say you could do like back. Uh, you might have to use like other hook grips or something like that to pull. Um, you can work around stuff though. And if like you, you have a good coach, like I've written training around people's injuries. Yeah. Uh, some are a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie, but it can be done. Uh, I wouldn't say train lighter. If it's hurt, I would say not train it at all or train in a way and switch up your movements to stuff that you can do efficiently in order to keep progressing. Yeah. I couldn't, I would not literally, that's exactly what I would say as well. Couldn't say it any yeah. better. And especially if you do have an injury and you're not sure, um, hire a good coach. Don't go in there and just, you know, play with fire. That's a big thing, man. Like I've had people and one of my main questions on my sheet, whenever I have a questionnaire for clients is like, do you have any prior injuries or current injuries? Are there any movements you can't do? I don't have to include any single movement. It squats aren't something I have to add into a plan. You don't have to do squats to grow. Like, Anything can be worked around and you have to understand that like there's so many different exercises and movements and ways to do things and hit a muscle group that there's really no excuse to just like give up. No, no, you know, yeah. there's linear, linear tunnel thinking in this sport is going to get you nowhere. You gotta, you gotta be malleable. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. I like this one because I used to be one of these. Uh, this is a John house question. Shout out to John house. <laughs> you monster. We love you. Um, how do you handle delusional fitness competitors? So I'm going to go first because I used to be one. Um, <laughs> when I just started doing this, I, I did my first men's physique show um, in 2014. Like I was training in, in my small town here, you know, a town of 5,000 people. And I didn't really go to other gyms. That was kind of before the bodybuilding community was huge on Instagram. Um so I just knew myself compared to the small group of people around me and I was next level compared to them. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, I might just go up and win this first show I've ever done in my life in men's physique. Um, and I got blast. I didn't get blasted. I finished like eighth, which is solid because back then there were a lot of men's physique guys. Um, but it humbled me and I've never gone into a show thinking I was a shit again, because it, that made me see like, Hey, there's a whole community of people who have been doing this much longer than you. And if you want to be good someday, you got to put the time in, you got to be efficient and you got to be intense. So I would say just throw them to the wolves, make them do a show. If it's that bad. Now, if it's a friend, I'm not going to throw a friend to the wolves. I want you to have confidence, but if a guy's really being a douchebag, yeah, come on, go on, up, go on stage. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So I agree with this in a sense, like uh, I've, I've heard of some people like I love when a cocky person gets on Instagram and they're like, I'm going to win this show. Cause one of my favorite things to do is just have one of my guys be in their class and crush them. Yeah. Like I, I've had, I've had people talk shit online before and say they're going to win this show. And I've had my own clients be like, Hey, can I go ahead and do novice too? Just to set this guy up. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, like, and then I'll hear people talk shit about other competitors. And I'm like, I hope that you're in one of my guys classes. Cause they're going to whoop your ass. Like, so delusional people, like, here's the thing is like a lot of people don't understand what this sport actually takes. I didn't understand what it actually took in my first competition at all. 
I had no idea what to expect. I worked my ass off and people told me that I was going to win. They're like, you're going to crush it. It doesn't matter what the fuck your friends tell you. No. <laughs> no. I want to be honest with you. Like I had people who were like, oh my God, you're going to win this whole show. And I'm like, oh, Sean Smith was doing that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, like, those people believed in you, Tyler. Well, I mean, I, I remember I had somebody at the gym. They're like, yeah, I think you could take Sean Smith. And I was like, are you fucking psycho? But like, you know, that's the type of stuff people are telling their friends. Yeah. So get that, man. At least I'm like, I'm, I'm smart and I know like my place. Um, but there's a reason people get that in their head that they're better than what they are. And it's a lot of like, their girlfriend or their mom or their their friend at the gym is like, man, you're going to crush people. So it, it's the best thing to do is let them get humbled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to go in a show. Like I remember John House, actually his first show, he never really talked shit at all. But, you know, we look back at it now and we're like, man, your upper body could really grown. Right. And we're smart. But there were some people like at the, doing that show that were just talking so much shit and like that thought they're going to win. And then they get, you know, last place. It, it's, I think the best way to handle a delusional competitor is to let them get humbled. Mm -hmm. That's happened a lot. Like those people that talk shit about me and Laura, the, the Proctor fitness people, they got humbled. Dude dropped out of a show. She got eighth place. Like they got humbled. Uh, and, I thought he was a 50 time classic physique. God. What? Well, now, he, now he's NPC prep coach. Oh, okay. But you, you know, he's never prepped anybody for competition. <laughs> So, okay. I mean, but the thing is, it's like, you got to let them just get humbled and those yeah. people will talk shit until they get humbled and then they'll get humbled again and they'll get humbled again. So I, I enjoy just watching people learn that this isn't an easy sport. No. <laughs> and it's, you know, and you can have a, an arc where you're kind of somebody like me who is delusional and then you get your ass kicked and you actually get your teeth into this sport and learn what it takes. I have yeah. gone from, just the utmost confidence. I don't, I'm not nearly as confident as I was when I started because I'm smarter and I know my place and I'm a lot, obviously I'm a lot better now, but I'm not sitting here saying, you know, Oh, I'm going to go into, you know, nationals and just crush everybody. I'm the best. I don't know who's going to show up. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I've had clients before and they've started with me and they'll be like, how long do you think till I can compete? And I'll show up be like probably like two or three years. People don't like to hear that. It's not something when you hear. And like, I'll use a good example of somebody that like did take that in a good way. Uh, Matt Couch. We no longer work together. I worked with him over a year. I think he he lost like 40 pounds with me, like transformed his physique. But he was like, do you think I'm ready to compete? And I said, no. Yeah. I think you should cut down, get super lean, but not do a show. And then build up from there and then cut down again until you get to a spot where you're actually competitive. Because other than that, you're just going to step on stage to step on stage. And I was like, and I know you want to win. Yeah. So and it, and it may take for some people three or four years. It may take some surgeries and being honest, like I've had people lose a hundred pounds and it's like, they got skin and it's like, it may take a surgery. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just some stuff that people have to accept. Like, don't, don't go in there thinking you're going to annihilate the competition, become pro your first year. Right. Yeah. Just, to me, it's it's kind of like you said earlier, you know your place. And like that doesn't mean you don't have confidence. It just means you're realistic and you know kind of where you are in the hierarchy. Because yeah. if you don't know that, you know, I don't talk any shit um, because 
if I talk shit and I don't bat and I don't win, it's going to come back and I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. Um, so let your physique do the talking. Don't be, if you're starting out, you know, make small goals. You know, I just want to compete and be not laughed off the stage. That's a good goal. If you're just starting out. Well, I think the thing is too, is like with people is it's a bodybuilding competition. So one thing I cannot stand about competitors is when they're like, I'm just trying to beat myself. <laughs> And, and like, I, that seems to be a popular thing. Like I beat this girl. Like, it's like, no, like it's a bodybuilding competition against other competitors. Like you're supposed to want to go in there and win. And like, I've had people contact me before and they'll tell me like, oh, I just want to do this. as like a bucket list thing. And I'm like, listen, if I'm going to coach you, you're going to go for the win. Like, I don't do that. Like I, I, I'd rather coach you and take this seriously. Like, I don't want you being like, wait, I'm only doing this for fun. You know, it's, it's not like that. It's something you have to take extremely serious. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize you're, you may get lean, but there's a difference between lean and stage lean. Yeah. Yep. And, and it takes like severe pain mentally and physically. <laughs> yeah. And I promise you, if you've never gotten lean, you know, you may think, Oh, if I'm, you know, super lean, I'll have, I'll be 190 pounds. You're probably, if you've never gotten lean before and it's your first time, you're probably going to be closer to 165 or 170. You don't have as much muscle as you think you have. No, no I mean, I've I had people at 250 and they'll cut down to 190. Yeah. Well, you're not William Bonac. I promise. None of you are. Yeah, it's always surprising, but when you lose all the water and fat in your body, you should at least feel some point during your prep. Like you don't even work out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's how small you should feel. Yeah, like I remember I would just wear hoodies and I'd look at myself and I'd like, oh, I look fucking sick. Right. <laughs> Dude, that first classic prep I did, I started about 222 is horrible composition because I'd been drinking and hardly going to the gym. Um, I was 168 on stage. <laughs> so <laughs> that was 50, almost 55 pounds. Yeah. Um, and I looked okay, but like 168 when my cap's 190, I'm not going to do super well at that. It's like a, whenever I worked with a Jason Theobald, I think my offseason there was the biggest I ever got was 207, 5'4". Mm -hmm. And I cut down for that show, and I weighed in at 160. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 47 pounds. Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah, and I probably could have lost six more. Five more, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's, so, a, that's what's crazy. Like this for me, I'm only 215 this off season. And I, I may, I may get to 220, maybe. Um, but my composition's good and I know I've built more muscle. So, you know, I, obviously I'm not delusional anymore, but it's yeah. like you said, once you get into the game a little more and realize what it takes, you know, you're going to know ah, I've built a little bit of muscle, but I haven't built enough muscle yet. None of us have. <laughs> yeah. I saw a post by a guy that won a uh, welterweight. Uh, one is pro card and welterweight. And he was like, for me to get the size I needed, I had to literally spend an hour and 45 minutes eating some of my meals. Cause I had to eat that much food. Yep. And I was like, damn, bro, I feel you. Like that, that's what it takes. Felt, bro. Get the size. He only gained like three pounds of muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like two years and people don't realize that that's what it takes. Like you're going to accrue little small amounts of muscle over time. For very a lot of work leads to very little outcome. Very little. You're not getting those new yeah. gains anymore. No, and it sucks, man. That's the thing, is like it's miserable. You're and then you go that in the off season, and then you got to do it 
to show off what you've built. Yeah. Yep. Realize, realize for anybody that thinks you're going to win your first show, uh, that's very rare. Um, don't talk shit, do the work. I always tell all my clients show the work and talk the shit on stage with your body. True. Right. If you win, that shows people what's up. Yeah. You, you don't have to talk shit if you win. It's a hundred percent, man. You don't have to talk shit if you win. And I firmly live by that. I tell my clients that if I see somebody fucking posting, they're going to win the show. I get pissed. Honestly, I don't like them. I don't like them anymore. Honestly, like it's not that I don't like them, but I, you know, I want to be friends with all the guy, the guys in this industry who are pretty decent bodybuilders. And I want them to be at their best. I want to be at my best. I want my best to be better than theirs, but I don't know that that's going to happen until show day. Nope. Exactly. Man. You never know who's going to show up either. It could be backwoods. Timmy who, uh, doesn't have a TV and he doesn't have a cell phone and he's like, well, I heard there's bodybuilding competition about 10 weeks. I'm going to go ahead and show up. So you never know who's going to show up. Backwoods Timmy's over there lifting logs in his backyard. He's doing the Rocky Four montage. Yeah, he's putting sleds full of cows. Like, you don't know what's going on. And he could show up. And you know what? He didn't have an ability to talk shit because you know what? He doesn't have the internet. He doesn't even care. Yeah. He saw, he saw the poster hanging up at a local Walmart for a bodybuilding competition. You know what? He's got the date saved on his calendar at home. He was there buying six-star protein and just egg whites. That's all he yeah. eats. That's all he eats. And then he gets to eat your ass on stage. Yeah. Timmy. That's who's showing up. People like Backwoods Timmy. You know, have no idea. Those people, like they come out of nowhere. Yeah. You think it could happen. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I kept you on longer than I thought I was going to. Um, I always have too much fun. It's all good, man. Uh, I will be back after next week, and we'll do another one. Do another one of these bad boys. All right, I'm going to go eat an entire shoebox full of rice, basically. All right, don't choke on your food. I won't. All right, bro. See you later, man. See you, man.